calling out all video gamers. If you're into video games, you're in luck. We bring you Zero Degrees, a podcast that brings both together just for you. So whether you're a hardcore gamer, someone who works in the gaming industry, or a casual gamer who enjoys the hobby, we've got it all here. Get updated on all the latest gaming news, analyze the ins and outs of your favorite games, or have a laugh with people who like games too. Tune in to Zero Degrees. Hey guys, thanks for checking out this podcast. My name is Will, and I'm the host of the Zero Degrees podcast. This is the first episode of this podcast, and I'm happy that you're here to take this ride along with me. If you're like me and you enjoy gaming, then this is the perfect podcast for you. On here, we'll be covering everything about gaming, from reviews to interviews and everything in between. So stick around, and I think I'll have a lot to offer. As we are now in the year 2021, the year 2020 is over, and boy oh boy am I happy that this that terrible year is gone. As we all know, in the year 2020, we were dealing with a global pandemic where everyone was forced to stay home, those who could at least, and we had to social distance and we had to refrain from human contact as much as possible to keep this um, virus from spreading. However, those of us who were confined to our homes had to find means of entertainment. And luckily for me, I'm a gamer. And gaming in 2020 saved my mental health. Boy, am I glad that I am a gamer. While I was disappointed with some of the offerings that the year 2020 had to offer from a gaming standpoint, but I am so glad that I was able to game. During that time, I did what I like to call gaming through the pandemic. And it allowed me to catch up on some backlog, play some multiplayer, and revisit revisit some favorites of mine from back in the day. Um, one of my favorites that I revisited earlier in the year of 2020 was the Mass Effect trilogy. And I enjoyed that very, very much. It's one of my favorite games. It's one of the things that really helped me get through the year, being confined at home. And I think that gaming really paved the way and showed its value as a medium and art form in the year 2020 because it allowed us to connect with other people while we were confined in a way that we typically wouldn't be able to. Now, if there wasn't a global pandemic, we'd be out, going to parties, and doing all these social events but because of the pandemic gaming became this way that we as a society were able to still connect with other people without having to resort to physically meeting up gaming made it very easy for me to connect with friends and family while still being confined and I really enjoyed the medium more so than in the years past and I took, I took it upon myself to catch up on some games that I typically would not have tried because of time and really expand my palette um, within the medium. What I'll say is this, while I had gaming as a medium or an outlet, uh, a way to express or to connect with other people, there's still quite a bit of people out there that did not have that medium available to them for a variety of reasons 
Gaming is not an inexpensive hobby. In fact, it's a very expensive hobby. However, doesn't mean that there aren't ways that you can game through the pandemic like I did. And so I think one of the things that I want to talk about is that a lot of people still view gaming as a medium intended for children. Well, that is still true in, in some perspective. It's so much more than that. It has grown leaps and bounds over the past couple of decades in terms of its art form. It's become so much more than what people perceive it to be. And so I would urge those of us who have not given gaming a chance or still have these old ideologies about gaming to just kind of give it a chance to give it a try. There's so many different types of games that you can enjoy. Um, there's adult games, there's fun games, there's so many different games and more and more are coming out each and every day. And so I'm grateful that I had this art form and this medium as a way to kind of fill my void in terms of this pandemic, but it's beyond just the pandemic. It's, uh, it's entertaining. It has so much entertainment value. Also, there's so many great stories that are told via this medium. One of my favorite trilogy trilogies is Mass Effect. Mass Effect has a great story. It's amazing. And I'm glad that I got a chance to experience that story via gaming. While I do think that it makes a compelling story of its own, but playing the game Mass Effect just gave it a different I was able to immerse myself within the world and just experience what the um, writers and the game creators intended in a very different way as opposed to if it was a movie or a book. And so I enjoy that very much and I'm very grateful for that. And there are so many stories out there that is unique and compelling that it would be great that if people would engage in it a little more and just give it a chance you know i enjoy it and i know there's millions of other people out there but for some reason gaming still has this little chip on its shoulder this edge you know where people don't want to give it give it its um fair due and from an artistic standpoint it just should be given that and i think that we we owe it to ourselves just to elevate the way that we view gaming differently. Now, there's always a couple of stories out in the media that highlight the negative aspects of gaming, but there are so much more positives out there. And so I just want to focus on those positives and not highlight the negatives, because if we do, it'll be easy to highlight the negatives. There's always negatives, but the positives, there are so many of them out there. And I just want to focus on that. And I think during this pandemic, the positive side of gaming just showed up. And I think it helped a lot of people in more ways than one. And I, for one, I'm grateful that I was able to partake in this medium. So let's take a look at the year 2020 and what it had to offer from a gaming standpoint. Now, there were several games that I was personally looking forward to. And I just couldn't wait for the, those games to come out. Cyberpunk 2077 is a game that we all have been looking forward to. And man, oh man, did I pre-order it and wait and wait. And just like everybody else, when it got delayed, I was frustrated, I was angry. 
But when it finally was released and I was able to play that game, man, oh man, was I disappointed. Now, creatively, we can disagree about certain ways things happen within the game, and that's subjective. And so I'm not going to hold the developers and the creators of Cyberpunk to what I thought should have been handled differently, creatively at least. But when we talk about releasing a game that's extremely glitchy and buggy, and how they built up the hype and the expectation of all of us as consumers, to me, that's just absurd. That is ridiculous on a level that cannot be tolerated. And it seems to, to me, at least, that the industry is moving towards releasing games that are broken and unfinished. And we as consumers have to speak with our wallets. We have to stop endorsing games that are broken and unfinished. Because if we don't, these, these um, corporate execs are continually going to exploit that and say, hey, you know what, we'll just patch it day one, we'll patch it throughout the lifespan, throughout the lifespan of the game. And I don't think that's fair. Um, if we're giving them out hard-earned cash, we should get a finished game. We should get a finished product. And if that's not the case, then they should communicate that. Cyberpunk was a game that I was looking forward to very, very much. And I was wholeheartedly dis disappointed. I literally had to stop playing the game. That's how broken the game was. I played on an Xbox One X, not the original Xbox, but an Xbox One X. And the game is broken. And not only is the game broken, from a story standpoint, it feels disjointed. It's not cohesive in the way that I would expect the game to have been. And personally, I would have loved for there to be more cutscenes or cutscenes period. And the lack of cutscenes for me just kind of was a negative. Now I understand cutscenes is more of a creative suggestion, and so I'm not going to hold them, hold that against them. If that was a creative decision that they made, then fine, I'm okay with that. But man, the game is broken. It doesn't work. Not in the way I think the devs intended. And to release that game is just an atrocity, just pure garbage. Now. I don't want to speak ill of the developers and all the men and women who worked hard on the game. I know that there are so many people who did not want the game to be released in the state that it is in. So I'm not going to put that on them, but I will put it on the executives. They knew. The executives knew what they were doing. And I think that they were hoping that their reputation would save them and buy them time to be able to patch this game. And I think that the industry, more than so the consumers, are becoming more hip to the fact that these games, these game companies are releasing games that are broken, and we as the consumers are expected to just wait until they can patch it. Give them the money first, and then wait until they patch it. And I think that's a trend that we need to change. And all of their goodwill, to me, is gone. And I don't trust CD Projekt Red. You have to earn that. And I put them in the same boat that I put Ubisoft. And I put them in the same boat that I put BioWare. They haven't done a great job. And so I need them to earn my trust. And so I don't 
want this game to be patched over I want them to fix it I want them to fix it and then once it's completely fixed let me know that the game is done I know that this game was not ready to be released based on what I've played and what has been reported and so I know that they were under enormous amounts of pressure to release the game but it needed another year of development it just was not ready and the amount of pressure that we as the general public put them under just to play the game you know I'm not even gonna put that on us to be honest I think the executives made a poor decision and now they're paying the price rightfully so I feel bad for the devs who worked on the game because they didn't make those decisions but the executives they made those decisions and put the devs in harm's way and I don't like that when I think about cyberpunk 2077 I hope that's a lesson learned for all the other game companies out there that are watching that are thinking that they can pull off the same nonsense and get away with it because they shouldn't and we as the consumers should hold them accountable to that I'm looking at you 343 I'm glad that you guys delayed Halo Infinite now do I want to play Halo Infinite absolutely do I want it to be a hot mess no am I glad that they delayed it so that they can fix it yes because I would rather wait to play a good game than play a broken game now I don't want a broken game I want a complete game I want when I pay my money that my expectations are fulfilled and that it's not broken and that it's fixed now once again I'm not going to talk about our creative differences because that's subjective but in terms of the standards of the game have game-breaking bugs or glitches where it takes you out of the experience and it's so frustrating to get through to me that's unacceptable that is really unacceptable and so I'm hoping that in the year 2021 we can learn from those lessons and we can hold these companies accountable for the games that they're about to release I know that the pandemic caused a lot of delays and disruption within the industry and so a lot of games needed to be delayed because we're all learning on how to shift our work from in office to home and that was not an easy task so I understand I think we all can understand our consumers that if they needed more time fine yeah we'll be disappointed but rather disappointed than angry and so I'm looking at Halo Infinite I'm like if you need time take all the time you need don't rush it give us a good game that is not broken fix the story if the story is not good whatever it is that you need to do do it and all the other games out there that were delayed don't rush it take your time we'll wait not only that I'm sure we all have a backlog of games that we haven't finished or even tried one of the things that I really enjoy with Xbox oh, ecosystem is Xbox Game Pass man I love Game Pass Game Pass allows me to try games that I typically wouldn't try without having to purchase it and while I personally have tried several games that I would not have typically played because of Game Pass this will help me wait on some of the games that are delayed and so I can log into my Game Pass Game Pass account check it out and take a look at games that I typically wouldn't now I know that everybody wants the AAA or quadruple A games but 
I do love myself a good indie game. And so every now and then, if I find a good indie game, I'll play it. Um, and that's just me. But at the same time, I think these indie devs do a great job of, you know, crafting a story or a game that can be fun and unique. And so I think those of us who don't haven't tried or played any indie games should give some a chance. Some of them are really, really good. And because some of them don't have the same resources that some of the larger studios, they have to have creative solutions to some of the problems they encounter. And some of those creative solutions bring about fun and unique gameplay. And so I love a good indie game. For example, one of the indie games that I replayed in the year 2020 was Mask of the Ninja. Uh, you can find it on the Xbox. It's not on Game Pass, but it's an Xbox Arcade. Not Arcade, but it's in the Xbox Store. They, it was originally a th Xbox 360 game, and then that company remastered it for the Xbox One. And man, I love that game. It's such a great story. It's such a great game. It's a 2D side-scroller game. You play as a ninja and it's wonderful. I enjoy that game. And so I'd recommend everyone out there to go and check that game out. It's one of my favorites, man. I replay it, I revisit it, and it's so much fun. And so those are type those are the type of experiences as a gamer that I look for. And so there are so many other indie games out there that you can get great entertainment out of that has great value that I would recommend to all the listeners out there. Another of my favorite indie games was called Dust in Elysian Tale. Now this is an older title, I know, and it should be really inexpensive at this point, but it was an Xbox 360 game. However, I love that game. It was so much fun, the art design was great, the controls were smooth. I really enjoyed playing that game thoroughly, and I would recommend anyone out there who hasn't played that game to give it a chance. It's I revisit that game a couple of times and I enjoy it every time I play through it. It can be a little tough. It reminded me of playing games back in the Sega Genesis days, but it's a 2D side um, it's a 2D platformer action adventure game. But if you just look for a Dust and Elysian Tale, it's such an amazing game and I would recommend anyone who hasn't played it to give it a chance. I could go on and on about indie games, however, the main point I wanted to make was 2020 gave us a lot of opportunity to game because we had time. And so we had time to catch up on our backlogs and also try different and new things. And so I would recommend to anyone who has a backlog, this was the perfect time to get caught up and also to try new things. That's what this medium is for. Don't just play Call of Duty mod. Just don't don't play Call of Duty only. You know, th that game is great, but it's so great to try different things that you typically wouldn't play. And I think Xbox Game Pass, at least for me, gives me a valid reason to jump into games that I typically wouldn't. And ex as an example, I personally would have never bought No Man's Sky. It's not a game that would interest me at all. I wouldn't spend my money on it, not saying it's a bad game, but I personally wouldn't buy it. It didn't appeal to me. However, because it was on Game Pass, I jumped in on it. I tried it. Now, I didn't particularly like it that much, but I was able to try it and experience it 
not for a short while. I gave it several hours and it just wasn't for me. But I can see the appeal that it would have to other people who can understand the mechanics behind the game and give it a concerted effort. I tried it. I enjoyed it to some degree, but it wasn't my game. But I had an opportunity to test drive that game, which I typically wouldn't have given a second chance. And so I love Xbox Game Pass for that reason alone. But also the pandemic gave me time to try it. I say that to say once again, don't stick to a niche of games that you only like. Take the opportunity, man, to jump into different areas, genres of games, and I think that'll be worth your while. Gaming through the pandemic for me was a lot of fun. Do I wish there was a pandemic? No, I wish there wasn't. However, I was able to cope with the pandemic a lot better because I had gaming. And I tried a lot of different things that I typically would not have tried. As we progress to the year 2021, we're still in the quarantine, we're still living in the pandemic. So I would recommend to anyone out there, take the time, game through the pandemic, pick up your controller or keyboard or cell phone, however you want to game and try and see if you can get that stress out, you know, and game and kind of like connect with other people that you typically would not connect with and embrace the community. Now, there are some negatives to the community, like I said, but I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on the positives. There's so much entertainment to be had. There's so much enjoyment that you can have. And so I would recommend gaming. In the end, let's hope that 2021 is a lot better than the year 2020. Not just in gaming, but in everything. And so with that, I'll see you guys next time.